हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट सेवन स्ट्रक्चर एंड ग्रोथ ऑफ इकोनॉमी पावर्टी सरप्लस एंड अनइवननेस एंड आवर टॉपिक इज डिफाइनिंग पावर्टी एंड पावर्टी लाइन primarily influenced by research work on india the world bank defined absolute poverty as the bottom 40% of the population in developing countries the first absolute definition of poverty was that of dandekar rath who defined it as an expenditure of rupees 15 per capita per month for the indian rural population at 1960-61 prices and rupees 18 per capita per month for the urban population the government of india set up an expert group to suggest a methodology to measure poverty the group submitted its report in 1993 and suggested a new poverty line of rupees 49 and rupees 56 for rural and urban areas at 1973-74 prices the availability of an absolute poverty line allows comparison across countries over the last decade most comparisons of international poverty line has been made by the world bank and the definition used is a purchasing power poverty line of 1.08 us dollar per day at 1993 price The most widely used measure of poverty in India is a headcount ratio (HCR), which is a measure of income poverty. In the early 1960s, the GOI appointed a special working group of eminent economists to assess the level of poverty in India. The experts came up with a definition of a poverty line. this was based on a nationally desirable minimum standard balanced diet prescribed by the nutrition advisory committee in other words any family who could not afford to buy a rudimentary food basket which when consumed yielded a minimum level of calories was considered poor they declared that 50% of indian lived below the poverty line however a poverty line thus defined is something of a destitution line since it takes into the account only the expenditure required for subsistence food leaving out everything else needed for a minimally decent living such as basic housing clothing education and health services differences in methodology and assumptions can lead to quite different estimates until recently for example 
there were two sets of poverty line estimates for India using same criteria of minimum calories requirement. In 1993-94, according to planning commission, only 19% of India's population was below the poverty line. This was the official estimate. Estimates based on consumer expenditure surveys carried out regularly by the National Sample Survey NSS. However, placed the proportion of India's population below the poverty line at 36%. In February 1997, the Government of India accepted the recommendations of the expert group on estimation of proportion and number of poor 1993, which rejected the adjustment made by the planning commission to arrive at estimates of poverty. As a result, the official estimate of India's population below the poverty line was 35% in 1993-94. The headcount ratio in, is computed on the basis of NSS data on consumption expenditure. People with an income below the poverty line are poor and the proportion of the poor to the aggregate population is the head count ratio because of the alarming population rise. The absolute numbers continue to spiral even while per percentages reflect a downward trend. So the poor doubled from 170 million in 1957 to an estimated 320 million in 1994. Now let us move to the next point trends in poverty ratio. The overreaching objective of India's development strategy has been the eradication of mass poverty. The proportion of poor in India has fluctuated widely in the past, but the trend is downward. Trends in income poverty are far from uniform. They can be roughly divided into three periods. First, between 1951 and the mid-1970. Second, between mid-1970 to end 1980. And the third, after 1991. The first is between 1951 and the mid-1970s. In income poverty reduction shows no discreditable trend. In 1951, 47% of India's rural population was below the poverty line. The proportion went up to 64% in 1954-55. It came down to 45% in 1960-61. But in 1977-78, it went up again to 51 percent. 
the next is between mid 1970s to end 1980s the decline was more pronounced between 1977-78 and 1987-88 with rural income poverty declining from 53% to 39% it went down further to 34% by 1989-90 urban income poverty went down from 45% in 1977-78 to 38% in 1982-83 and further to 33% in 1989-90 the third one is after 1991 the post economic reform period after 1991 witnessed progress and setbacks rural income poverty increased from 34% in 1989-92 to 43% in 1992-93 and then fell to 37% in 19 93-94. Urban income poverty declined from 37% in 1988-89 to 34% in 1992-93 and further to 30% in 1993-94. The differences in growth performance of the individual states have important implications for poverty reduction. which is a critical objective of national policy the only available estimates of poverty in individual states are those derived from the so called large sample surveys covering about 120000 households which are conducted by the nss every 5 years The NSS also conducted annual surveys but the sample size is too small to provide reliable estimates of poverty for individual states. Large sample survey were conducted in 1983, 1987-88 and in 1993-94 and state specific poverty estimates made by the planning commission using these surveys are presented they show that for the 14 major states as a whole which together account for 95% of the total population the percentage of the population below the poverty line declined from 43.8% in 1993 to 36.3% in 1993-94 the state level shows that all the states experienced a decline in poverty over the 10 year period with only two exceptions bihar and haryana both of which showed an increase the increase in poverty in bihar can be explained by the fact that per capita sdp in the state grew at less than 0.8% per year 
between 1983-84 and 1993-94. However, it is observed that the deterioration in poverty in Haryana is difficult to explain since the per capita SDP grew at 3.4% per year over the same period. It is of course possible for poverty to increase despite an increase in per capita income if the distribution worsens sufficiently. But it is difficult to believe that distribution in Haryana could only worsen sufficiently to offset an increase of 40% in the per capita SDP over the period. This is especially so since trends in Haryana could be similar to those in Punjab which shows a steady decline in poverty in the same period. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcasts.